Hi friends, this is Alan of God and Gigs, and I have a confession. I have not been very good at record keeping and being good with my finances when it comes to being a creative business owner, but I'm doing better now because I'm using the resources that are available to me. Resources like this app I use called TaxBot. TaxBot helps me to keep track of my trips, my driving, my expenses, my income, all in one app that works for both iOS and Android. And it's been a lifesaver for me. I really could not recommend it enough so you can save a ton of money and really get organized and feel better about your life if you download this app. So all you got to do is go to guidinggigs.com slash taxbot, T-A-X-B-O-T, and you can get a two-week free trial to check out this app and really save some money and get your financial life in order and you want to get that in your life. So check it out com slash tax spot. And now on with our new episode. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life. Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession. Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to the God and gig show. Visit godandgigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello, and thanks so much for joining me on this show. This is episode 74 of the God and Gig Show, and I am so grateful for you for making this a part of your creative day. There are so many podcasts that you could have chosen, and you chose this one. Thank you so much. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm a musician and author of the books, God and Gigs, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, as well as our devotional, Your Art, God's Heart, a 21-day devotional for creatives. Both of those books are available at all online bookstores, as well as our website, godandgigs.com slash books. And let me tell you what this podcast is all about. If you're new to the show, we're here to help you build a better creative life from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing. And we do that from the perspectives of faith, career, and relationships. We come from a Christian worldview, but we're here for everybody and anyone who wants to build your better creative life. And so what I wanted to talk about with you is something that is near and dear to my heart, which of course is the book that I just referred to a few moments ago, God and Gig Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, I'm recording this in the month of August 2020, and the book came out and was being released right around this time four years ago in 2016. It was actually officially released September of 2016. And the reason why this always feels like a really nostalgic time of year for me is because I remember the work and the struggle and the push that I was putting in to try to get this book out into the world. But it wasn't just a labor of love for me and to share my thoughts is mostly because of the people that are in the book, people that gave me their time, their information, that shared so many nuggets of wisdom to help musicians like me and you, creators like you, to be able to see a way out of this, um, just this mentality that all there was was either working just for a church or working just in a mainstream arts environment, but that the two couldn't mix. 
And so it always gives me this really sense of joy and, and, and fulfillment that I was able to get that out to you. And I really invite any of you that haven't read it yet to read it. But instead of simply saying, oh, go read the book, I wanted to share some of the ideas that you may not have heard in a while or maybe never heard at all that are inside the book. And I just wanted to walk you through that in a couple of episodes that will give you just the basic idea behind some of the chapters, but apply it to today. You see, what I was concerned about as I looked back over the book was that it wasn't as relevant anymore because of the incredible sea change that we've experienced in 2020. It worried me that maybe some of the things we talked about in the book would no longer apply because of all the situations that the pandemic and cultural change and technology change, all these things I felt, well, maybe it's taken some of the life and some of the power out of what was inside what I wrote a little while ago and what I shared from people like Paris Bowens, Trent Phillips, Dwayne Bennett, Camilo Villandia, and so many other artists that shared their information inside the book, shared their stories about how they have succeeded as musicians and creators. But then I looked back and I said, you know what? Thank goodness that, you know, God must have had his hand on me to not make that book about performance. So much of that book is about character. It's about integrity. It's about how you live the right kind of life so that no matter what you do with your career, you set the right goals, you set the right relationships in place so that you can exist as a musician and a creative no matter what happens. Now, yes, this book was written specifically for musicians, but I realized long, you know, long ago that it applied to all creatives, no matter where you work, whether in a church, outside of a church, in the music field, or in another creative field. All of these lessons can be applied to pretty much anywhere you are. So here's where we're going to start in this episode. We're going to give you a little bit of a taste from a creative checkup I did. These are the videos that I present every Monday on Facebook and YouTube, actually. We do it to Facebook and YouTube and sometimes even Instagram so that anybody can watch. Usually at 2 p.m. Eastern, you can always check godandgigs.com and look for the uh, subscribe button and make sure you subscribe to our mailing list so that you can get updates if we change that time. But usually it's right around that afternoon time all across the United States in terms of the time zones. And what we talked about the last creative checkup was relationships, which happens to be the first four chapters of the God and Gigs book. So as you can see, we related those topics that are always universal. Relationships, how you stay connected to God, stay connected to your friends, stay connected to your family, and stay connected to your fellow artists. And those mirror very closely what we started the book with. Because again, these are the things that don't change. No matter what's happening in the economy, no matter what's happening in your life, no matter what's happening in your career, you've got to have prioritized relationships. You've got to have time and energy put into the people that are around you, and most importantly, of course, into your faith relationship so that your ship doesn't sink when things get rough and the storms come in when it comes to our careers and this incredible, uh, just weird time we're living in you'll have some support because the people you are having around your life, you keep in your life, are the ones that are helping you to stay focused and stay connected with who you really are. 
So I really hope you enjoyed this talk. We're going to just dig into those four topics again, staying connected to God, just some practical ways to do that. Friends, family, fellow artists. And then, as I said, if you want to check out the book later on, you'll see how those chapters parallel with these more um, pertinent topics that we're dealing with right now when it comes to 2020. Hope you enjoy. Take some notes and definitely look for some encouragement, inspiration in this, because that's what we're trying to provide. Here's our creative checkup. We're talking about relationships and the reason why I'm talking about relationships today is because I always take a look each week before I uh, do these uh, checkups at what's trending on our website. I always take a look and say, okay, what are people actually looking at? What are they reading? What are they actually paying attention to? And what I noticed is that the two biggest posts that have been trending on the GodandGigs.com uh, blog, all the blogs there, if you want to check that out, go to GodandGigs.com and just simply tap blog or articles. Um, the number one thing that's been trending has been a blog I wrote about angry artists, about angry artists. So that tells me something. That tells me that people are dealing with a lot of anger and and frustration, which I totally understand. Creatives, we've been through, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I, the best word I could use is an apocalypse when it comes to the creative lifestyle and our livelihoods, everything being turned upside down. So I can understand that many of us are angry. And then the second thing that has been come on, coming up that's been trending, by the way, if you want to check out that blog post about the angry artist, just go to guidinggeeks.com and um, type in angry and you'll see it. The second thing that has been trending on God and Gigs blog has been relationships, specifically an article about marriage that I wrote uh, that was actually a review of a podcast from John Mike. And John Mike has a podcast called the Musicians Monday podcast. Highly recommend it. Um, but John Mike interviewed two other people who are in the music industry. Um, and I just, the, the names just popped out of my head, but you had to go to episode, um, or go to his episode, his podcast and check out Musicians Mondays and look for the episode on marriage. And you'll see that we talked about what he talked about, which is how to keep a marriage together in the middle of the music industry. And that article has been one of the highest uh, rated articles on the God and Gigs blog. So we're talking about relationships, emotions, and marriage. And I said, wow, if those are the three most prominent subjects, then I should be talking about those. Those are, it's very important that I address the issues that matter to you. And so if those issues matter to you, I want to make sure that I'm addressing it in the way that you can benefit from it. Every week, I want to leave something that you can actually kind of walk through, work with, something that's actionable, practical, something that actually makes sense in the long run. So what I'm doing today is I'm going to walk through four different relationships that we all need to make sure we're not confused about. There's a lot of confusion, of course, when it comes to how to keep a marriage together, how to actually marriage is on my mind for another reason. Today is my, my parents 52nd 
wedding anniversary. Their wedding anniversary now. Uh, see, uh, Chris Snowden just checked in. Hey, Chris, um, you, you, you'll appreciate this being one of my Pensacola friends. Uh, yeah, my parents are married now 52 years today. Today, they're married 52 years. And so what I'm really feeling like, I need to like, number one, celebrate them. But then number two, I need to talk about how do they do that? My mom is a music teacher now. My dad is a dentist, so they're not necessarily a musical couple. They love music, but my mom was the one who was kind of like in the music field. And uh, she's the one that taught me how to play piano. And so music has always been a part of my life and it was part of their lives as well. And so I wanted to really, hey, how are you doing over there? Good to see you over there. Cherries on top. Um, great to see you guys. Saxman over there on Instagram. Sorry, I got to shout you guys out. I can't see everybody at the same time. Um, and Jamie over here on Facebook. Yeah, remember, I think I got to you about the uh, lower thirds as well, Jamie. Uh, I will definitely, if you send me your email or a direct message, I'll do, I'll tell you more about the uh, OBS program I'm using to do the lower thirds on Facebook. Um, thanks so much, you guys, for interacting with me. I want to make sure I keep everybody in, in, um, uh, engaged. It's so hard to kind of keep my eyes on, every, on everything. So this is the both the blessing and the curse of going multi-stream. So what I want to ask you guys is how are you dealing with these four different relationships? Okay, four different relationships. The first one is to God. Second one, family. Third, friends. Four, fellow artists. Okay. So those are the four relationships we're talking about. Connection to God, connection to family, connection to friends, and connection to fellow artists, okay? Those four areas, if we are careful with those four areas, if we really pay attention to how we are interacting with those people and those, those, those four connections, I think we can keep ourselves sane as artists, in this day and age of COVID-19 and pandemics and things that are going crazy. Okay, so let me get back to my screen. Apologize, get back a little bit. I went a little further. So all of these, by the way, I'm gonna hold this up so you guys can see. Um, this is the God and Gigs uh, study guide. I have um, written a study guide that goes along with the study, uh, with the book, God and Gigs, um, How to Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith. Um, I went ahead and wrote a study guide that goes along with that. I don't usually talk about the study guide very much, um, but it is available that goes along with the book. And the reason why I'm using the study guide kind of as my template today uh, is because I discussed these four connections in the beginning of the book. As a matter of fact, they're the first four chapters of the book, staying connected to God, staying connected to your wife or spouse, which is family and children. So those two go together. And then staying connected to others in terms of your family and your friends, your friends and your fellow art artists kind of go along with the second half of the book. So if you are interested in get checking out this study guide, all you, all you have to do is go to godandgigs.com slash books. And uh, you'll kind of see where I'm walking through this book as I'm talking about these four relationships. So the first one is connection to God. And I think it's pretty clear that if you are watching this, following this particular um, checkup, you either know or feel that there's an important part of your life when it comes to God and your faith. And one of the ways that I've made sure to prioritize that connection is by, and this may sound very simple to most of us that are already in this you know, church world, but it's so important. You have to prioritize your time alone, your Bible study time, your devotional time 
with God. And here's the way that I do it. I make sure that I spend the best part of my day with God and I take time away from what might be my best creative time. So I want to make this very clear to everybody that's watching. Um, when you are in your, your flow, you're, you're thinking like, man, I, I got all this stuff going. My mind is working well. This is the best part of my day. I'm always good at like practicing now or coming up with ideas now. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge to some of you. Maybe the best part of your day is the day that you should be spending time with God with and letting him recharge your mind and recharge your spirit at that time. For me, that time is between 10 and 11 o'clock in the morning. It's when I start like getting my brain together, my coffee's kicked in, I'm not foggy anymore. I kind of know what I want to do with my day. I can start planning things out. But here's the thing. That's also the best time for me to reconnect with God and really get into my Bible and pray because now my mind is the most active. Is it also the time that I probably would be the most creative? Maybe. But more important than my creativity is my connection to stay focused on whose I am and my identity and my soul and my spirit. So if I do that at that time, prioritize that time, that's when I will find myself in the best possible position to be creative later and my connections will be more authentic. My relationship with God will be more authentic because I'm taking the best part of my day, even if it feels like it takes away some from my creative time. Okay, so that's number one, connection to God. Number two is connection to family. Now, of course, this goes along with marriage if you're married or with your kids if you're a parent. Um, whatever situation you have in your family, family has to be a priority connection for a creative. And this goes even for those of us who have non-creative family. Now, this is something I want to kind of be really clear about for some of you that have people in your family that don't get what you do. Either they think it's a side hustle. They think that there's especially now, I don't know how many of you guys, you can, you can chat with me. How many of you had to deal with family members who are questioning whether or not you should even stay in this business right now because of what's going on with COVID-19? If you are having struggles with people in your family who are, don't believe in what you are, you know, doing and feel like you've, you, you've got to change things and you, you know, this is not going to work and you, you know, they're worried about you. It could be extremely tough to keep that connection because you're now dealing with somebody that doesn't quite understand that you can have a job. You can have a steady, you know, income. You can have a, a nine to five. But your main focus is still being an artist and that's who you are. But to prioritize those connections means you're always willing to see their side and you're always willing to prioritize staying in their world, even when they don't understand your world. So for me, that's one way I do that. Again, it's kind of like put myself on a, ped on a pedestal. No, put myself on a hot seat, I should say. But put myself as an example is, uh, my wife and I have been really working hard to make sure we spend time eating dinners together, even during this pandemic when, you know, we were actually kind of doing like a working dinner, like I was working, she was working, but I made time to stop and make dinner. And so we could just spend time together, even though we couldn't go out. There's very precious little of going out right now. Date nights are like going out on the porch. But I have to prioritize that time with my family. And again, even if it takes away for some of my creative time, it's so important to me that I spend time doing 
what matters to my family, being a good husband, being a good father. And those things have to be prioritized for me to keep my sanity as a musician, as an author, as a creative. If I'm not prioritizing those connections, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fall off the, um, fall off my, uh, my game. I'm not going to be able to be everything I need to be to anybody, much less to my audiences or to the people that are following me. So I've got to prioritize my connection to my family. The third thing is my connection to friends. Okay. My connection to my friends. Like this is a new one for me that I never really dealt a lot with. Um, I'm a natural introvert. I have a few close friends, but I'm, I'm, I feel like in the music world, you know, we tend to see people as friends, but we may not be like close, close, but it's so important that we prioritize friendships that are really meaningful, especially now. Again, because of the division between having to be socially distant, not being connected with each other in terms of gigs anymore. We don't see each other often. This is so important at this point that we start prioritizing our friendships. And that means even outside of the music world again, or the creative world. Maybe you have plenty of friends that are not artists. Maybe you don't, but you got to make sure that you are staying balanced and staying connected with people who really see you for who you are. They don't see you simply as the guy that can play the keyboard or the lady that can sing or the guy that can paint or the woman that takes pictures. They see you for you and know you and they can speak to your heart. They can kind of help you recharge and reinvigorate yourself. Even though things in your creative life may not be looking great, you can always find your connection and find your real source of joy in those people. You're not feeling like you're all by yourself and you're not on the island. So that's so important that you do that, that you got to think, how can I stay connected with my friends? Do I need to do like a kind of like a, a, again, maybe it can't be out painting the town red because of, of COVID, but some way that you can stay connected with your friends is so important. If it's Zoom calls, if it's FaceTime, if it's doing things again, where you can stay outside and be safe, whatever you can do to make sure that those connections are prioritized, I suggest you do those things. It's so important, especially now that creators, we cannot become islands and stuck in our work. We got to stay connected to each other. And that includes your friends. And then finally, I kind of alluded to this. Your fellow artists, your fellow artists are a lifeline right now, especially again, because of the situation where if you need a boost or someone to kind of speak into or to kind of take a look at something that you're working on and you don't feel like you're comfortable, you've got to get some people that you can bounce ideas off inside your community. So your artistic community is so important. I've seen so many in our South Florida community here where I am. Our South Florida community has been banding together. We've had a lot of issues and struggles with people that we've lost. We've had a lot of issues, obviously, like everybody else in the world with COVID-19 and gig cancellations. And I've seen us as fellow artists pull together more than I probably ever have. Is that a blessing? Yes. So I, I wish it didn't have to happen like this. I wish that we didn't have to be in this situation. But what I'm learning is that as we pull together as fellow artists, we become more connected, we become stronger, we bear each other up, we don't let each other get too down or get too frustrated, 
And so my suggestion to you is make sure you have friends in your circle that are really about you, that are really taking care of you, that are not uh, only helping you to market, not only talking about gigs, because that's so important as well, of course, to make a living, but that the fellow artists in your world are helping you to stay positive. That is super important, super important that you are doing that. Okay, so those are my quick four relationships that you need to stay prioritize your connection to God, taking the best part of your day, whatever part of the day that is, and making sure that you're giving him the best part of your day and then focusing on the things that he's telling you to change and how to motivate yourself. All those things, I believe, come out of a steady relationship with God. Second one is your family. Even if they don't quite understand or feel very strange about you going through this situation, make sure you stay connected with them. Stay connected with your friends, especially those outside the music world or the creative world, so that you have somebody to back up and kind of give you some support. And if you don't have those kind of people and you're very introverted, don't be afraid to reach out, okay? Don't be afraid to kind of step out of your comfort zone a little bit and see if someone won't respond because they may not even realize that you need it. And then third, not fourth, I should say, it's most important is your connection to your fellow artist. Well, thank you so much for checking that out. I really enjoyed listening back to that. And again, it's so important that you realize that the relationships in your life really make the value of your life. They really determine how far or how high or how deep you can go if you have connected with the right people and keep those relationships intact no matter what, especially when there's so much trying to disconnect us. It's so important to reach out and stay connected. So once again, we're going to be walking through some of these topics. I definitely invite you to check out godandgigs.com slash books so you can see that book, our signature book for musicians, creatives, and also some of the other materials that we'll talk about in the next couple of episodes. We'll walk through quickly just a summary of some of the other big ideas in God and Gigs, also in your art, God's heart. And that's where I really want you to see the benefit here. Use this time, no matter what's going on in your creative life, to dig deeper, to make yourself even more capable, effective, prepared, and equipped to be the best creative you can be and to live out those dreams and to pursue those God-given goals for your creative life. The world needs you. We need you. I need you. And if you are in the right place, mentally, spiritually, and practically in terms of your career, you'll be able to impact the world and do more for the glory of God and for the good of others. As my friend Jordan Rayner says in his book, Master of One, another highly recommended book. But yes, that's what we're trying to do. Glorify God and bless others. And that's what we do through our creativity. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Please go ahead and review the show and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. So you don't miss any of these future episodes coming up. This is going to be really impactful, a lot of fun looking back, but also looking forward at the same time. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your day. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Stay safe out there. Goodbye for now. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. 
please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing. 